the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bearing much spiritual fruit. How do you do that? Well, join us and find out next. Have you ever been on a nature hike, ran across a wild apple tree and Grabbed a couple of apples. Oh, they are sweet, aren't they? Something about fruit out in the wild as opposed to orchard fruit. I don't know. There's just a big difference. And today we're looking at that kind of difference. Are you fruitful for the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you spiritually bearing fruit that has an impact on all around you? That's what we're looking at out of John chapter 15 today. Join us. This is Times of Refreshing with our teacher and pastor, Napoleon Kaufman. From the Well, a Christian community here in Livermore, California. Here's Pastor Napoleon now with today's program. And the first thing you're going to do is you're going to experience the love of God. You're going to experience my love flowing through you. When you experience this, don't resist it. Because it's, it's me, it's me manifesting myself through you. It's you becoming fruitful because of me. It's you becoming fruitful because you've been connected to me. He says the first thing is love. Love comes to you, and then joy. It comes to you through the relationship, and, and, and you and I become fruitful, fruitful in our character. He says here, peace. Peace comes to you. There's an inward, there's an inward peace and rest that comes through being united with Christ. It comes to you. See, some people, they like trouble. They don't feel like they're accomplishing anything in life unless something is going wrong and something is all messed up and 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 it's some well, you know you know I got you know I don't understand you know we got we you okay oh, pray for me no I'm not praying for you you need to, you need to ask God to bring forth some peace in your life because God it is it is His responsibility to manifest this through you but you got to let Him do it. And sometimes it's just a matter of us stopping and thinking for a second. Lord, help me. A lot of times what we do is we're always just reacting. So we're always putting out fires, every little thing. We see, oh. And we have to learn that being connected to Christ brings forth the fruit of peace. We should be fruitful when it comes to our lifestyle and in our character. And the peace of God should prevail inside of us because of, because of him. He says long-suffering. That means to bear up under trial, whether it's with people, circumstances, that God, I'm willing to suffer long, and you help to produce this in my life, in my character. Kindness. He says goodness, faithfulness. This is a big one because many people, they want God to be faithful, but they don't want to be faithful. They want God to pay their bills. They want God to make sure that things are, they want God to make sure he has the job. They want God to do all these things. And God says, I want you to pray for 30 minutes. And we, oh, well, you know. And we have to learn to be faithful to God. Will we show up on time? When God gives us a job, do we come late all the time? 
Look at here, look at here, look at here. I, I caught somebody. I caught somebody out there. God bless me with the job. We throwing oil, praying in tongues, playing on the building. Lord, bless me with this job, Lord. I know they're not here now, but go ahead and bless me with that job. And we get the job and we show up 30 minutes late. Faithfulness. A true believer, the fruit of faithfulness is produced. And you look at them and you say, that person, is, that person must be a Christian. I look at how faithful they are. They're faithful. They show up on time. They don't show up late and leave early. They don't make it. They land in the bed and they're tired and they call in. You know, uh, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a little woozy right now. I can't make it today. Ooh, I, I, you know, it's not in my notes or anything. I, I, feel like, I feel like God just wants me to minister on this because we're asking God to give us a breakthrough. 20-fold, 100-fold, billion-fold. We want God to bless us coming in, going out. And then we won't allow the fruit of faithfulness. Just call and just lie, you know. Well, the Lord, oh, I'm feeling kind of woozy right now. And we're sitting at home watching Oprah. Oh, I need some ministry. I need some. Can we talk about faithfulness right now just for a little while? Because we want to be fruitful, amen? We want to have a fruitful church. We want people that are fruitful within, fruitful in every area of their life. You can count on them. He says the fruit of the Spirit is faithfulness. This person, you can count on them because the character of God is being produced in them because they're connected to the vine. He says gentleness. He says self-control, temperance, self-control. You get around people and they'll just fly off the handle. They'll just lose it on you. Say, oh, I don't know what happened. I just, I just lost it. I, I'm just, oh, yeah. Lord, please help me. I'm just, and and, and we, we have to learn that the fruit of the Spirit is, simp- is, is self-control, that you get around people and you always get the sense that though they're in, under the inspiration of the Spirit of God, though they're inspired by God, that God is with them, you always get the sense that they have it together, that they have it together. When you look at them, you say, yeah, that person, they may be going through, but they're, they're, they haven't lost it. They haven't lost it. They're, they're, there's, the Spirit of God is producing self-control in this person. So when things do not go they, their way, you don't see them losing and throw. I'm quitting right now. I quit. I'm tired of this mess. I can't take it anymore. This is a, oh, bam, slam the door. I'm a, oh, I can't handle this anymore. I hate you. You should have, I should have never, I, this is what happens to the people. They lose it. They lose it on their job. You know, I just, yeah, and they just start just running out the mouth, just running. Just Christians aren't supposed to act like that, amen? Because God is producing self-control within a person, and we want to allow God to produce this within our hearts. He says, against such, there is no law. There's nothing that anyone can do to you if you're living this type of lifestyle, if I'm living this kind of lifestyle where God's fruit is being produced in me. People see this and they respect it, regardless of what's going on in our life. I don't care how dark it gets, how dim it gets, stay connected to the vine. As we're connected to the vine, Christ Jesus wants to produce this in us because it is a sign that we're truly walking with God. It is a sign that we're truly walking with God. And we should be fruitful people. When people look at it, they should see on our tree, they should see the fruit of God. They should see the fruit of God. But this isn't the only area that God wants us to be fruitful in. But it has to start here. Now, now, and I want to kind of shift this now and really go a little further because the fruit that you are bearing 
will have lasting effect, will have a lasting effect on the people that are around you. Especially if you are claiming the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The things that you do, the way that the things that you say, the things that you wear, everything. People are watching to see the fruit that is on your tree. And in some cases, it will draw them to Christ. In some cases, it will draw them away from Christ. And so for you and I, we want to make sure that we're looking at ourselves and saying, God, I want to, I want to live my lifestyle and I want to become who you want me to become as a fruitful person, not only for my sake, but people will become a partaker of the fruit that is on my tree. And this is what I want. This is what I want. Not just for me, God, but I want to express love. So when people are looking for love in their life, they know what it looks like because they've examined my life. Can we go a little further? Can we go a little further? I want to experience joy. So that when people are looking for joy, they have to look no further than my life to see it. Oh, girl, you need to give your life to Jesus. How are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm hanging in. I'm just all right, you know. But, you know, I'm telling you, God will touch you and break you out. You, you, I'm telling you, he'll give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. You need to go ahead and just give your life to Jesus right now. And the person is looking at you like... I got more joy than you, and you're, yeah, I'm not even saved. You see how important this is? And so what, what, what happens is we want to experience, and I'm not talking about faking it. I'm saying, God, produce this in me so that it becomes my lifestyle. So when people are looking for joy in their life, they look no further. Here I am right now. I'm full of the joy of the Lord. That this is the mindset that we should have for every one of these, these fruit. It says kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. When, when a person is looking for, them th- for these things, they look at your life and they say, that's where I'm going to find it. Now, I need to sit down with you and tell me about this joy that you have. How did you get this? No one is going to come to us as believers and say, tell me about this depression that you have. How can I get this? I want this working in my life. It seems such a blessing to be depressed. And, and I just want to know if I can have some of this. So did you tell me how? <laughs> Amen. I mean, this anger that you have, I really enjoy your anger. It's a blessing, man. You're just so awesome. Your anger is just, just out there, man. You know, can I have some of that? Tell me how to get that. People are trying to get out of bondage, amen? We got to have something working on our tree, amen, that's going to attract some attention. Woo! God is glorified because you can turn to them and say, hey, listen, let me tell you how to get this right here. Lift up your eyes to God. He, everything that I have as far as my character is concerned, I got it from God. He's producing it in my life through Christ and through the power of the Spirit of God. And this is how I got this in my life. This is, and this is the only way you're really going to get it in your life. We have to learn to do this because it produces something that not only affects us, but affects others. Amen? And this is what we want to have. But when Jesus talks about glorifying the Father with fruit, he's not just talking about our character. He's talking about those who will be one through the message that we're preaching and through the character that we're displaying. Go to Romans chapter, chapter 1. 
Romans chapter 1, we're going to look at verse 11 on down to 17. He says in verse 11, For I long to see you, that I may impart, some, may impart to you some spiritual gift, so that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Verse 13, Now I do not want you to be unaware, brethren, that I often planned to come to you, but was hindered until now. Listen, that I might have some fruit among you, just as among the other Gentiles. I am a debtor both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both to the wise and to the unwise. So as much as is in me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you who are at Rome also. Listen to this man's heart. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. He says to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it, the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. And so as this man, as this man was allowing God to deal with his character and he was becoming fruitful in his character. He was displaying the fruit of the spirit of God. He didn't stop there. He said, I want to come to you because not only, basically, I, I know that I have the fruit in my personal life and I have a man of character, but I want to come to you and give you the gospel and share with you so that I have fruit among you. Meaning, so that I have, that I, so that I have souls amongst the Romans and those that are in, in Italy, those that are in Rome. I want to see more souls come to the, to the kingdom of God and this this is also being fruitful in our lives. This is also being fruitful in our lives. Winning souls for God. He says, I want to have fruit among you. I don't want to just have fruit among the Jews. I don't want to just have fruit among the blacks. I don't want to just have fruit among the Caucasians. I don't want to just have fruit among the Japanese and the Chinese. I don't want to just have the fruit among the, 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 you know, those from Kazakhstan and, 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 and all these other places. I want to see fruit all over the board. Amen? He didn't limit himself. He said, listen, I'm going to become fruitful in my personal life, and then I'm going to begin to share with others so that I have fruit among them. And for some of us, we have to realize that God didn't give you your job just so you can have some money. That you're on a mission from God. God didn't put you in that school just so you can get your education. God didn't give you that car just so you can drive around doing what you want to do in it. See, so we have to learn that everything was given for purpose and God wants us to be fruitful within, but then he wants us to have fruit in the midst of our sphere of influence. What is it? What is your sphere of influence? What is my sphere of influence? Do I, am I being fruitful in my sphere of influence? Am I being fruitful? Am I seeing souls come to Christ? Am I willing to say, God, I don't want to just have, I don't want to just have a good Christian experience and not affect the lives of other people. I want to have fruit amongst these nations. I want to have fruit in, the, in, in, in Dublin. I want to have fruit in my home. I want to have fruit. That fruitfulness becomes, it becomes your lifestyle. Are you fruitful? When people, when people look at your life, do they, do they get the sense that you're not living your life for yourself and that you want to be fruitful in your personal life, but also you want to have fruit among all those that God has put, that he's put before you. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. This was Paul's heart. He said, I want fruit 
among the Romans. I want fruit amongst you. I'm going to be fruitful. In Galatians, he talks about walking according to the Spirit of God. And now he's saying, I want fruit amongst these nations. Listen to what he says here in verse, in verse 4. For when one says, I am of Paul, and, I, and another, I am of Apollos, are you not carnal? Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed as the Lord gave to each one? He says, I planted. Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. This is how you have to see it. You have to see it. You may not necessarily see the fruit of your work right now. But if we do our responsibility, we take hold of our responsibility to sow the seeds, number one, with our character. And then number two, by opening our mouths and sharing the word of God, who knows who will be saved through your testimony? Just by the way that you showed love and joy, who knows who will be, and a person knows that you're a Christian, who knows that, that a person will not go back and say, God, the love that you gave to brother such and such, you know, if you're real, I want this in my life. Will you, will you do this in me? Who is praying in their closet just by watching your lifestyle and seeing your effectiveness. This is what God wants us to do. He says, one planted, one water, God gives the increase. Verse 7, so then neither he who plants is anything, nor he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's fellow workers, you are God's field, you are God's building. According to the grace which was given to me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take he how he builds. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Which is Jesus Christ. When a person, listen, listen. When, when a person sees your life and they see the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, all these things, goodness, kindness, self-control, when they see this in your life, in some cases, knowing what you've been through, all they can say is Jesus. He said, no other foundation can anyone lay. There's a foundation that must be laid, it must be set, that this is Christ who has produced this in my life. And when I come to you, I'm not come to you, coming to you with my own intelligence, with my own desires, my own, I'm coming to you bringing the revelation of who Jesus Christ is, not only through what I have to say, but with my lifestyle. With my lifestyle. He says, there's no other foundation that can be laid except Jesus Christ. Verse 12, now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, straw, each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire. And the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. If anyone's work which he has built on it endures, he will receive a reward. But if anyone's work is burned, he will suffer loss but he himself will be saved, yet so as through fire. Every single person in this room, let us get it in our minds. He said for us to abide in him, and he would abide in us. Every tree that does not bring forth fruit, he cuts away. He cuts away. In the first few verses there, he said he lifts it up. And, th and then he confirms it later on. He says he takes it away. And it's burned. For us, what we want to do is say, God, I am connected to you. And it is my covenant right to first and foremost experience fruitfulness in my character. And so, Lord, show me in my life 
the areas where you're, you're constantly perfecting me and bringing me to a place so that I reflect you and no longer myself. Because I want the foundation to be sure. When people look at me, I want them to see the revelation of Jesus Christ within me. I want them to see the revelation of Jesus Christ within me. I want, the, see, I want people to look at this church and see the revelation of Jesus Christ within this church. That when people look at the saints that go to the well, they look at people and they say, they say Jesus Christ is in that person. It has, to be the, it has to be Jesus Christ. It must be Jesus Christ. These people are so fruitful, this has to be God. It has to be God that has got them off of drugs. It has to be God that delivered them from cancer. It has to be God who has got their, their, their face on. It is God. It has to be God. I want them to see the revelation of Jesus Christ. And then people are drawn to this, drawn to this, and we give them We give them the message that Christ gave us to give them. And then we bear fruit. And our fruit remains. Our fruit remains. This morning, I want to challenge every person here as I'm challenging myself. Fruitfulness is my covenant right. I can have a car. I can have a house. I can have a dream. I can have vision. I can have all these other things. But if I am not being fruitful, first and foremost in my personal life, and my fruitfulness, if it's not affecting other people, I have to take a strong look at myself. If people can come around me and feel comfortable cussing and acting crazy and acting foolish, I have to really take a strong look at myself and say, what kind of, what kind of, am I really bearing the fruit of God? Come on now. People just come on and tell dirty jokes and come into our cubicle acting all crazy and talking foolish. And we sit there and, oh, oh, that's funny. That's brother, you know, you want to come to church with me this time? No. We want people to, to look at our lives. Oh, this is, this is beautiful. We want people to get around us and in that moment have to make a decision. They say to themselves, I'm going to have to make a decision here. If I'm going to continue to hang out with this person right here, I'm going to have to make a decision. Because these people are experiencing the light and fruit of God. And you know what? It's, it's, it's just okay. It's okay. And I want to say this. I want to release you all. I want to release every person in this room. It's okay if sometimes, if people who are walking in darkness, it's okay if they feel uncomfortable around you. Amen? It's okay. We have to learn to say that's okay if you feel a little uncomfortable because God in that moment is giving them an opportunity. Amen? Now, I'm going to say this in closing. Sometimes your fruit of your labor is not revealed until later on in your life. You don't, you don't, you don't see your fruit until later on. He said, train up a child in the way they should go. When they're old, they will not depart. Sometimes the seeds that you sow will start to manifest later on in a person's life. Hopefully a person has time. But they will. And for you and I, we want to make sure that we're not trying to plant water, see the increase, see the spirit filled, get baptized, get holy filled, and in two minutes, we want to see it all. We want to see everything. We want to see it right now. We have to learn that in my personal life, God's going to take me through a process. I can't make myself grow, but I can desire and allow God to take me through the process. And number two, I may not necessarily see the effect that I'm having on people up front. It may come later. And I have to be willing to trust the process. 
that I'm living the life that I should be. I'm planting the seeds like I should be. And it's not me who gives the increase, but who? But God. I just want to do my part. And so this is what you and I, we should long for. We should desire in our life. How many people ready to be fruitful in your life? And you're listening to Pastor Napoleon Kaufman here today on Times of Refreshing. Our desire is to see you grow in Christ through the daily ministry of God's Word. And as you take time to spend with us studying God's Word, we trust you are being encouraged in Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests, as always, we love hearing from you. It means a great deal to us knowing that these programs are having their desired effect on your life, spurring you on in Christ, love, and good deeds. You can reach out to us by phone, 925-292-7800, 925-292-7800, or write to us, Times of Refreshing, 2333 Nissan Drive, Livermore, California. The zip code is 94551. You're also welcome to visit our website, thewellchurch.net. It's a great place to visit if you would like information regarding who we are, where we meet, what we're about. Past sermons are available online there, as well as our online store. And you can even get connected with us there. Again, thewellchurch.net. Now, normally at this time, I would invite you to join us for worship here at the well, but at least until May 1st, because of the COVID-19, we're not available to do that at this time. What we are available to do is invite you to join us on either our church app, at our website, thewellchurch.net, or on our YouTube channel for our weekly message at 1030. Pastor Napoleon will share a message from the Lord just like he used to with his program, Hope of Glory. And remember to be faithful as well during this time of challenge with your giving. You can give online through our website, through the church app, or by mail to the church office. And we are praying and standing on His truths during this time and remembering that God is in control, and we're praying for you. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, God bless. God bless.